Hello and welcome to another edition of Box Office Bingers. I'm your host, Matt Diaz, along with my co-host, Ernesto Santos, and, and we have our first guest ever, yes. Kirk Jordan, local photographer here in Orlando. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. Yes, we're going to be talking about movies today. We're going to be having a little interview with Kirk and see what he's up to uh, in his photography business, as well as we have a new segment on the show called New to Streaming. We're going to tell you what you should look out for in most of the popular streaming platforms, because that's good information. We also got our fresh takes. You when you you saw Twenty One Bridges this past weekend. I did. And this morning, I uh, cried like a little girl. Oh no! During a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> That's <laughs> a bit in a good way. In I think a, okay, a good, a good cry. Way. Not in like a great. I just watched a great movie way. Okay. All right. So let's get started. We like to start every podcast with a little segment we call "What You Watching." We all watch different things, and so we want to know what that is. So, Nestor, we always start with you. So actually, this past week, me and Kirk, we went and saw uh, the Jane Silent Bob reboot based off your recommendation. Yes. And I and I really enjoyed it. I okay. enjoyed how silly it was. It was it was just it was a lot of fun. Like and then I liked the little intro spoiler alert. We're about to uh, yeah. bring something up from the movie. The whole uh, when Matt Damon came. You're right. And yes. like the whole it's like I'm, re- I'm reincarnated, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, man. Like, so it kind of gave a hint, like, hey, Dogma Dogma Two is coming. You know? Right. Or 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 just it could be either a fun cameo or it's possible on the way. We don't know yet. But it could it could happen. We know what we hope for. Well, yes, exactly. But, but, but well, no, Ben Affleck he like exploded in the first Dogma, so he definitely so he doesn't need to come back. No, no. So they can so they, they can survive another one without him. So Correct. That, so that's fine. Kirk, what do you think about it? Um, I definitely enjoying that because you have to realize you have to have the fan base. They're mm-hmm. looking. They're they're testing us out. Are people going to start asking for it? Are they going to start hashtagging? Well, this whole movie and that launch whole... those movies. Yeah, the fan you know, base is what really makes those movies. All right, they want it. Let's do it. Right. The whole movie was like and like a homage to everything he's ever done. Like when they walk in that scene where in the convention, and you see like the whole cast of clerks, and they're all in black, black and white. white. I thought that was so funny. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, I I really thought this was a good comeback movie for Kevin Smith. Yeah. Um, I know he like I said in the previous podcast, he hasn't visited this world and since two thousand and six, mm-hmm. and now it's been all this time he's been doing other projects. And I told you this very long story last podcast. If you haven't. Listen to last podcast. Go back and listen to this uh, this long episode Kevin Smith. Three. Yeah, episode <laughs> three. I told a very uh, interesting. Uh, I went to go to a live premiere of Jay and Silent Bob reboot, and he told a very uh, fascinating story about how he was able to make this movie and how he was able to further his career by making this film. And it it really shows that there was a lot of heart in this movie, and it really showed that there is a way to. Um, he was able to kind of bring all of his projects together and almost like if this is the last movie I can make because the people don't want anymore I was able to make that movie but if they want more well they're going to get a lot of it the the biggest takeaway I got from it I just loved how silly it was right like it just it just called itself what it was like and then Fred Armisen as, Fred. The, he, as the Uber driver, yeah. when he got arrested by the cops, and then he became like the like throwing he was throwing well, the hater tots. Hater tots, yeah, hater tots. And he, he had a, 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 a microwave oven in his car. <laughs> I, I give him to all my passengers. Yeah, I was like, is this awesome? Am I gonna die? Okay, yeah. let's do this. Let's do this. 
<laughs> the backstory is so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are like the KKK rap. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we're passing out hater time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that part's a little weird for me. I, 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 that I, was I, like, it was strange. Yes, I'm, I'm not going to lie there. But it was, that movie was all over the place. That's very true. Yeah, it was all but over the place. I feel like it was a movie for Kevin Smith fans. That's, that's right. basically what, if you're not a fan of Kevin Smith, obviously this movie isn't for yeah. you. But if you are, then I feel like you got a nice little package, and especially the Chasing Amy scene with yes. Ben Affleck and I forgot the lady's name that, that his, his co-star is um, but they had uh, I'm not sure if I told the story in, in episode 3 of the podcast but when I went to his live uh, road, uh, road tour of the movie he mentioned how he was able to get uh, Ben Affleck on and that scene was not made was not even written until Ben Affleck was on board and that scene was the last thing they filmed uh, in the movie, and it was really, really. I felt like that really put the the heart together because the alternative scene was nowhere close to what was in the movie. It made it made the movie what it was, most definitely. Yeah, for sure. Um, the actress's name is Alyssa Jones. Thank you, thank you. She was in she was in Big Daddy. Um, obviously, she was in Mallrats. Uh, Chasing Amy. Uh, Anything else of note? Um, I do like his daughter. I feel like that was a really perfect role for, for her being for Kevin Smith's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like she did. Yeah, she did fantastic. I feel like, like they worked very well together. Right. It was, and you can see that she's she's comfortable in roles, right. and she just like it. Like I feel like it could pass the torch oh, <laughs> very she, easily. She was yeah. great. She was great. She's like she was always in those nineties movies. She was like that that nineties. Um, she was like those nineties girls movies. Mm-hmm. Right. Mean, that's the best way for me to explain. it. She was in Biodome okay. with mm-hmm. uh, Pauly Shore and um, one of the Baldwin brothers. I don't remember his name off the top of my head. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Big Daddy. She was Electra in the Her- Hercules TV series. Okay. She was the squirrel in Doctor Doolittle too, <laughs> and she was in Jane Silent Bob Strikes Back as uh, the same character as, a, who she, as the same character uh, reprising Alyssa Jones. Right. Right. Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy. Right. I think in that movie they were all walking out of the theater. From Jane, Silent Bob, Strike Back. Correct. And they, I, I'm not sure if they said this movie was shit or they thought it was confusing. Either way, there was like basically it was like meta, and they're just poking fun of the movie. Yeah. And that's basically what they did in this one as well, yeah. for the most part. A lot of but, fourth wall breaking. Where exactly. Like, Who would watch this shit? And yeah. They all just look at the screen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was a, a kind of a well. It was it was a very uh, fun movie to watch. Yes, fun. That's yeah. That's what it yes. is. That's the what it is. It was fun. I enjoyed. I enjoyed myself. It was. An, I was, it was entertained. Enjoyable. Yeah. I actually um, watched. I finished the first season of Living with Yourself. With okay. Paul Rudd. Yeah. It was it was good. It was right. a little predictable. A little bit, right? A little bit, but it was definitely it was enjoyable. It was worth the watch. Okay. It was worth the watch. Yeah, I, th- I I just liked how you you got a different perspective from each. Correct. From like him or his clone or his wife. Yeah. And like it really told a very it told the story in an intriguing way for me to continue watching. But yeah. the st- if the story was told linear. I'm not sure how well that would have been. And just to show you, like, the duality of both personalities. Right. And, like, how they handle, and how they handle each of those, how they handle the situ- the, the same situation from different perspectives. Mm-hmm. So, it was definitely enjoyable. I'd give it a watch. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch it when it comes back on next season. For I think season the thing two. for me, yeah, thing for me is that it's a slow burn. Right. It, it takes a while to build. Like, there's stuff that happens. Right. But after, once you get into the story, it takes a minute for it. For it to like really start hitting you, right? Yeah, I, I can agree with that. Kirk, did you have <coughs> seen Living with Yourself? I haven't seen that one yet. Um, I saw Ford and Ferrari. 
Okay. Ford v Ferrari. Ford, yeah, Ford Ferrari. v Ferrari. Yeah. We had a whole spoiler interview last podcast. Yes. But I'm curious where you see what what, what your yeah, thoughts are. I'm curious on that to movie. see what you think about it. So I enjoyed it very much. It did. There was no point in the movie where a scene I didn't want to focus. Okay. Like I enjoyed if it wasn't a car scene and the acting turned to them, like I was still engaged. Yeah. Because there's a lot of car movies that will do one versus the other. Right. You know, one will just focus on the fancy cars and just far shots, and you're just seeing them go through a city. They're just the racing. Or like Fast and the Furious. Yes. <laughs> and family. <laughs> and, then, and this is the first race caring movie where I want to go to Daytona. Oh, okay. Like, oh, it's one of those... race car driving? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, it would, it'd be really enjoyable. The way they showed the way, the, the skill of the, the craft mm-hmm. and the, the amount of work it takes to make cars... It was one of those type of movies as to, oh, we just bought a whole bunch of cars. Here are the good guys. Here are the bad guys. Go. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting to know that. I mean, that was a true story. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. Cra- like that, re- that really happened. You know, it's just... And then you start thinking of brands. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. Oh. For, sh- for sure. And the acting in that movie was incredible. Yeah. And uh, Christian Bale, Matt Damon. Yeah. You- and the kid, the, the, the son. I don't remember his name. I had it last week. I think you had it. Last week's podcast. <laughs> it was in my notes. So I had it. <laughs> but... <laughs> Uh, he's gonna be playing basically Shia LaBeouf in Shia LaBeouf's new movie Honey Boy. Yeah, that's where I recommend so Man, so that and I thought it was out. I I was so excited because I saw it on the AMC app and yeah. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go book my ticket, but it's not available yet. So it's pulling like they did for Jojo Rabbit. So right. it's playing in select theaters. So I guess it's gonna be in the Oscar circuit if they're opening a, if they're opening a select theaters first. I'm hoping it'll be in the everywhere. Oscar circuit. It's getting a little bit of awards right now. Um, it's already won awards. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I believe Shia LaBeouf already won an award for his screenwriting of the movie. Wow. Um, I saw him in an interview with Ellen, and he was saying that he, like, uh, Ellen was congratulating him for the award that he got. I'm not sure which award it was, but it was the award that he was given. And he was talking about how he wrote that script while he was in some sort of rehabilitation center. Mm. I mean, there was a while where everybody was like, you would hear, you would talk about Shia LaBeouf, and everybody would be like, oh, he's crazy. Right, exactly. <laughs> And so it's, it's, it's nice that he was able to take what people thought was crazy and transform it into an art form of his life. And, mm. like, here could be a reason why you think I'm crazy. Yes. It's almost like a coming of age, like, mm-hmm. this is my journey. Like, look yeah. where I've been. Look, what, look at all this shit that's happened to me. Yeah. But look how you can take what happens and try to be better. Right. Correct. And that's just on the trailer. We haven't yes. seen the movie I haven't even seen the oh, fucking movie. That's so just what excited. I think about the trailer. Right. And how crazy is it that he's playing his dad? Yeah. Ooh. So, like, you have to really think about this. So like, he how to, did you he view had, your father? Correct. Right. Like, how did you view your father? Like, this is going to be a true telling of, like, how a child views their parent. And like that's so so crazy to think about. In that same interview with Ellen, he was saying that he showed the movie to his father, mm-hmm. right? And so, but he didn't want to be in the same room, so he hooked up a camera. Oh, I bet. In in I'm not sure in his house or like in a viewing area, mm-hmm. and he just watched him watch the movie. And the only thing that it's I'm not sure how his father is, but the only criticism that his father had about the movie was about apparently there's a chicken in the movie because his father was a clown and so he had a, a, a pet chicken I guess growing up and so he wanted the chicken to be properly represented <laughs> in the movie the chicken was owed its due <laughs> it was a part of our life yeah, okay? yeah. it's a part of the it story it was a pet <laughs> so I thought that was a very weird takeaway that his father had from it but I think it was I think at the end of the interview he said that him and his father had a mutual understanding yeah. of where they 
where his inter- what, what, I guess what he felt about him and his thoughts and his viewpoints and it's it's I really am looking forward to this movie because I feel like it's gonna be something unique that we haven't seen in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be on my list. So there's a place you can watch them if you're there in select uh, theaters in Orlando. Okay, uh, the Enzion theater is oh, it is yeah. it playing honeymoon theater yeah so those are the ones that you have to go to those private theaters right. oh it's a beautiful well i've been there a few times but it's been a few years but it's a beautiful theater mm-hmm. it's like one of those we old have a lot school. of friends and they, I, I think you you've been right i've been there once yeah. i've never i've I, we have friends who they you know they've gone all the time but yeah. i've never been i've never been we I've need gone. to go yeah, it's it's a nice theater, it really. It's base it's basically like an art house theater. Yes, oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, and they play all the indies that the big theaters don't get. But like for example, with Jojo Rabbit, they had it played first at the Enzian, and then I guess either due to popularity or just how uh, the release dates are are circled around. Uh, like AMC had it, and then Regal had it, mm-hmm. and then they were here for a limited time, and then they just kind of go away. Yeah. Uh, but it like those type of movies are the ones that really just packs a punch and like, mm-hmm. those are the ones we all want to you see. have to chase you have to chase yeah. those movies it's same thing with parasite that's also oh, was a limited release i'm so mad i missed it oh uh, i think it's i think so, it's, it's, it's still it's still it's, might be I there i think there still be some showings yeah it's, if you haven't seen it you need to go you see need to go it. watch it and yes. if you want to listen to our review that's episode <laughs> one <laughs> episode one of box up yeah, yeah that's why i want to watch it because of your review oh yeah. thank you You're i appreciate really it yeah, this is why we brought him on the show this, what, this is why i'm excited i'm like i need to step my game up i was like love the quality of the guests the work you do um anything else you watch um I finished Big Mouth season three. Okay, that raunchy cartoon I was yeah. telling you about. It was it was good. It was good. It it ended the season like all these all these little kids are like going through their little spats. It just reminded me of like middle school drama. Yeah, of like going through middle school drama. It's it's cute in a in a raunchy comedian, <laughs> a, a, a cute raunchy way. Yeah, with <laughs> Nick Kroll and John Mulaney. John Mulaney's on it as well. He's he's hilarious. He is hilarious, and he's just as funny in this show. Okay, and it, they're even they're even better together. Like they, I think they did a road show where they were like these old Jewish men, um, Nick Kroll and Nick Kroll and, um, and John, John Mulaney. Mulaney? Okay, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, I saw a beautiful day in the neighborhood, which I saw that this morning. Should I see it? I told you before. It was it was amazing. It was good. It was really I, good. I have one question. I don't want to. I don't want you to give away too much. No, no, no. You no, said no. it was. You know that. Or I guess a few little little tidbits. Does it have heart? Yes. Did it make you cry? I think there was some dust in the theater. Okay. That may have into my eyes <laughs> right, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I'm gonna go with that. Okay. <laughs> and as as little words as possible, what do you think of Tom Hanks's performance as Mister Rogers? I think it was great. He put his own spin on it. Okay. With the essence of like what Mister Rogers is, without trying to imitate him. Okay. So he was Tom Hanks being that character with a with with what matters of Mr. Rogers, but not trying to replicate him 100%. Mm-hmm. He was like the best version he could be of him, but you can't be Mr. Rogers. Right, of course. Like you can't you can't replicate that. And then as far as the Oscar is Oscar's circuit is concerned, do you see him or any aspect of that movie being nominated for uh, an Academy Award? I'll be surprised if it I'll be very surprised if it doesn't. I'll be very surprised if it doesn't. Okay. It was directed by Marielle Heller. She okay. directed Can You Forgive Me? with Melissa McCarthy last year. Yeah, and that was nominated for... She was nominated for... Uh, I think Melissa, McCar- Melissa, Melissa McCarthy's performance was nominated for as supporting actress, and then as well as... I think it was also nominated for Best Screenplay. I didn't get a chance. Did you get a chance to see it? I did it? see it, yeah. What did you think? 
I I wasn't a fan of it. I thought it was a little it, it slow. Didn't, it didn't pique my interest. It looked a little. It looked a little slow. Yeah, I I um I just like it. It didn't intrigue me enough to like the way the story was told. It was told. Unfortunately, it was slow and a little uninteresting. But the premise was interesting. But the way it was told wasn't so much. So like I maybe she was just given really great material because this was a great movie. Right. Okay. <laughs> like maybe the material mattered, uh, but. Tom Hanks obviously plays Mr. Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Cooper plays uh, the journalist's dad, who the journalist is played by Matthew Rice. And it's it's really interesting because the movie is actually, it's it's told through the perspective of the journalist. Right. I did, it, I did it's about that, yeah. like his encounter with, with Mr. Mr. Rogers. Mm. And it's, without giving too, I don't want to give too much, well, how much do you want me to, how much do you want me to Get tell? me excited. As much as you want to say, but I mean, uh, the, the, so far what you said so far isn't much. That I've known that from the trailer. Right, well, the film is played out like an episode of of Miss A Beautiful Day of Mister Rogers. Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. So like all the transitions, they have like the toy cars. Oh. Like, he has like the Toy City transitions. It's really, it's okay, really. That's, that's enough on the spoilers. All right, Ernesto. <laughs> no, okay, but that's okay. not too much. <laughs> no, no, but that's, that's not, beautiful. I'm but excited. That's not more of a. But that doesn't give any any. No, it doesn't. But it just. It the story is centered around the journalist and his journey with Mister Rogers, and I think that that's the best way. It's ba- it's um it's based on a true story of the actual writer from Tom Junon. He wrote the article. He wrote a he wrote an Esquire article, um, and that's who the that's who the journalist is based off of the movie. It's loosely based off of his life. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm seeing it regardless. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to this movie. Unfortunately, though, it didn't fare too well in the box office. With it, well, why? Because it battled against Frozen. Frozen, too. but but not even that though. Because I was surprised with that. It didn't even if it took the number two spot, I would have been like okay. But it took the number three spot in 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 the whole you know in the, in the box opening weekend, and I believe it made thirteen point five million dollars opening weekend and so with Tom Hanks and his star power and the material I felt like that would have been a little bit boosting because if you don't want to go see Frozen 2 which obviously was number one right we knew it was going to be number one but like also give props to Ford v Ferrari Mm. to then continue to be making money as well as being a fantastic movie because it it took the number two spot with 16 million Mm. and I'm not a fan of seeing movies like the same movie again in theaters, but I would 100% see that movie again in the theaters. Ford v. Ferrari? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, and then uh, uh, just to round out the top three, obviously Frozen came at number two with $127 million, making it the highest grossing animated movie for uh, highest grossing animated movie opening weekend. With that number, one twenty-seven mil. Not nothing about what you just said surprises me. No, it's not. <laughs> what does surprise me though is that not a lot of people went out to see uh, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. And they, they, they rushed, not rushed, but they, obviously everyone rushed to go see Frozen, but if you didn't want to see that, they still preferred to see Ford v. Ferrari on its second or third week of its release, yeah. rather than seeing Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers um, in, in that performance. And the way I see that is a different category of people you have to take, like, one is a child, children's movie, right. so everyone has to go, mm-hmm. you know, mom, dad, all of that, uh, Ford versus Ferrari, that's like... You have your, that's a date night, or you're going out with a friend. Right. And then you have, you know, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Some people want to see that by themselves. Right. I did. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? But I, but I go to yeah. the movies, but that's a whole other Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, like, who do you take to that? It's like, it's not a kid's, like, 
a kid's movie and compared to Frozen because you know your kids will watch the movie through Frozen because right, right. of the animation. Like, I know I'm going to go see it. It's just a matter of... Should we take the kids? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say that that, uh, that that did shock me a little bit. But I'm not surprised. But also, what even made worse than that was uh, 21 Bridges, which... which you saw. A good segue into <laughs> what I saw. I saw an advanced screening of 21 Wait, Bridges. hold on. Before we move on, the yes. only thing else I'm going to say about Beautiful oh, Day in the Neighborhood okay, is, no matter what you... The best scene is the scene where him and the journalists are in, are in the diner, and there's a way that Tom Hanks breaks the fourth wall. It just... There's just so much dust falling from the sky. Okay. <laughs> just got all up in my eyes. So and like he just he just says this. I don't even want to give it away, but he oh. says he says something that just like really hits home and like like it's a moment that's spread throughout the everybody in the scene and you I could you could feel it in the theater. Wow. Like you could feel the silence. Mm-hmm. And then he the way he just breaks the fourth wall, it's just it was a good that was a, a good a, Pivotal moment in the scene, in the movie. Mm, wow, moment. okay. Very Beautiful. good. If if you see it, if you, I would see it again just for that scene. Oh. If, if he didn't sell it then, he yeah. definitely yeah. sold it now. So that's all I wanted to say. <laughs> Do it now. But now we're we go- can move on to you. <laughs> yes. Uh, 21 Bridges. I believe I... I we're doing a thing on Instagram. It's called uh, B-O underscore B uh, Fresh Take, which is Box Office Bingers Fresh Take. We have, we have the underscore because somebody else took Box Office Bingers. Rude. Yeah, no, rude. <laughs> and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I'm going to actually pull up Instagram right now, and in my fresh take, it's kind of like what we thought about it, our raw reactions to the movie without giving it away, and we're going to talk more about it in the podcast, which you're listening to right now. But what I wrote was, uh, what happens when you when you have 21 bridges without the need of 21 bridges? The shocks without the suspense, and a somewhat predictable plot. That, right, well, first of all, I'm going to go back to the first thing I said. What happens when you have 21 bridges without the need of 21 bridges? You have the same movie. (laughs) You should have called it something else. Because the whole premise, the whole hook of that movie is that we have to shut Manhattan down to find these criminals, right? It just causes chaos everywhere. Right. (laughs) But then when you only mention it twice... (laughs) <laughs> like, you did the thing, right? Yeah. And then it's like, yeah, we have to reopen it by a certain time because because people need to do stuff, right? And then there's like, all right, you have 45 minutes to get it open. You better hurry up and find the, the, <laughs> the bad guys. And then, like, after that, there's like, nothing. No, they never mentioned it again. Like a very, very, very plain plot line. Like, the villain had, like, no depth. Well, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just talking about the bridges part. Oh, just the bridges. Yeah, there's the bridges. We gotta shut the island down. Yeah, and then it's like, <laughs> like you would think that would be a more pivotal point in the movie. Oh, okay. That you're shutting down Manhattan to find these criminals so they don't leave the island so you can find them quicker. Yeah. That's the premise of it. But then, like, they, like, they almost like you're having a, their movie's going on, and they're like, oh, shit. We forgot to mention about the bridges. We'll have, we'll have a quick line in here about we got to mention the bridges. Oh, okay, we got like two hours before the reopen. Gotcha. We could be wrote it in there. Let's move on with the rest of the movie. And then like, and then I'm like, wait a minute, it's like sun up. Is the bridges still open? Like, it's like it says they have to reopen by five a.m. And like, I, like I think it's seven by yeah. now. Are you open yet? Did we forget? Yeah. And so that annoyed me a little bit. Oh, and then, and then, like I said, it was a predictable, somewhat predictable plot. You had shocking moments, but I what, but but I wasn't like there were like things that happened in the movie where like, oh, that happened. Am I surprised? 
kinda. But, like, I'm not surprised that it happened, but the way that it happened, I was surprised by it. Okay, but how was the action? The action? Well, well, if you like people talking, <laughs> you got a little bit of that. I will say, though, uh, if, if I hadn't even given the, uh, credit to where it's due, it was char- starring Chadwick Boseman. Uh, who, Black Panther. Who plays Black Panther. And you saw Black Panther in that movie for, like, a scene. <laughs> <laughs> jump over a car. He just, yeah. he just didn't have the claws. No, no claws. No, but he was wearing black. So I love it. he had, like, this black coat on. So I'm like, I can see it. And yeah. he's, like, he's, like, jumping over, like, tables and stuff. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Right. He's still yeah. Black Panther. Yeah, I mean, he, he had a gun on him, so he shot a couple times. But, like, I know Black Panther don't have no guns. But he was, but he was like, you know, pew, pew. And then... <laughs> And he did, yeah. He did a couple of those, yeah. and then like he had like his co-star, which I don't know her name. I don't even bother looking it up because of how I feel about this movie. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, nothing to discredit her and her acting abilities, but I don't know why she was in the movie. It, like you could have had the same movie without her and without shutting down Manhattan, and it would have been the same thing. So it sounds like the issue is writing. Uh yes, it, absolutely. Nothing was wrong. With Chadwick Boseman, Boseman, he did what he can with the material. They also gave him backstory, which was never revisited again. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a lot of things that didn't need to be there, mm-hmm. but you had it in there. So like, I felt like if you took out some, like if you like, if you like, pick through it and like, okay, this does not need to be there. This does not to be there. And it was a sh- like a a fine tuned script. We could be having a different conversation. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show you, it doesn't matter what star power you have what right. matters most is like the writing right no for right. sure I feel like the writing and directing is the most important thing it's and one of the most important <coughs> aspects of production for sure and the biggest thing that they took away from the tra- in the trailer was from the di- uh, produced by the directors of Avengers Endgame yeah. mm. in small print in- producers in large print directors just <laughs> yeah. so they can visually make you think that mm. they are directing this film correct mm. that's Which- how I feel until right. I looked it up. Yeah, they are not <laughs> directing this film, but they are produ- the Russo brothers are producing it. Now so they my paid for it. They did. So my concern is why? <laughs> why yeah. did you put money into this unless it's a tax write off? Mm. Because uh like there's not I, I, I know <laughs> Dang, that was a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't <think> my soul. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I'm not saying that I hated the movie. I feel like no. I'm really <laughs> hard about you it. Go, do you want to go see it with me again this week? You want to me? I want to see it after the podcast today? Not really. No. Okay. I'll, I'm just saying that it just could be, you know, a little better. Okay. All right. All right. All right. I respect your opinion. And and I, I like those fine tunes. <laughs> like <laughs> fine tuned it a little bit. Uh, I I will say that I don't discourage people from watching a movie because I like people to form their own opinions. Sure. Okay. But I also feel like there are other things you could watch in the theater <laughs> if you're going to pay for like, it. Don't rush. Don't you rush. Don't, yeah, rush. don't rush yeah. for it. Yeah, like, you don't need to rush. If you, watch if it, on another platform. Exactly. Correct. If it, if it ends up on Netflix or, or Hulu, it could. <laughs> it if it ends up on any streaming platform, <laughs> you know, just watch it at home. Yes. Yeah. That, that's that's my, that's my, that's my two cents on that. That's, that's all I got. I appreciate that. I'll watch it when it comes in. There you go. It's not a bad watch because I feel like there's some some parts would be like, oh, okay. Like, again, there were shocking moments in that movie. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, I wasn't surprised that it, it played out this way. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm not surprised that it happened. I'm more shocked that it kind of went in that direction. Mm-hmm. And maybe sooner than I thought that might have happened. Interesting. Okay. So, like, there's some good things to take away from it. But okay. mainly just not so great. <laughs> good to know. Good to know, <laughs> yes. Um, 
I also saw... Uh, so, I'm going to ask you two both a question. Okay. Okay, when you think of a horror movie, name the first movie that comes in your head. The Shining. Okay. Um, Jason versus Freddy. Okay. And if I said, uh, uh, can you think of a musical? What's the first thing that pops in your head? Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman. Okay. <laughs> now, if I said, name... Uh, a uh, 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 a musical horror. What's the first thing that pops in your head? Little Shop of Horrors. Yeah. Little Shop. Uh, mm-hmm. Was that a musical? Yeah, right. I, it's a Broadway musical, I believe. And it was a horror film. No. It's called Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> <laughs> but was it a horror film? No, no. It, was a, it, it was a it was a musical. You know, with Rick Moranis. Yeah, and I, I'm familiar with it. But there was no fear base. Is that what you're trying to? Yeah, I'm trying, that's about a plant that eats people. <laughs> But sings about it. But sings about it. But he eats people. <laughs> Doesn't make it all a horror. Crazy demented dentist played by Steve Martin. Okay, then <laughs> no, I want to watch it again. Uh, I'll rephrase this. Can you think of another one then? No. Okay. <laughs> that was my answer. <laughs> I want to keep my answer. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, I will say that I saw a movie that is both a musical and a horror film. I was expecting a no from the next answer, but you gave me something that threw me off guard a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> I had this whole thing planned out, and then he's like, oh yeah, that movie. I'm like, what do you mean that movie? What are you talking about? Yeah. I, <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw a movie that currently went on Hulu and also be, can be found on Amazon mm-hmm. called Anna and the Apocalypse, and it is a horror musical. They are singing while they are also bashing zombies. <laughs> That kind of sounds interesting. It, it, it's very interesting. Uh, the premise is what brought me to want to watch this movie. Now, the execution of this movie was just okay. But I give it the, the, the respect that it was made. And somebody felt that this needed to happen. Because I feel like this is a genre that is untapped. And not saying I have that, a list for you. You have a list of have musicals? A list. Go, I just I, go on, a, on a Google search. Yeah. Ten must-see horror musicals and there's one on I just can't wait for you to say it <laughs> okay go ahead well I wanna... number 10 is stage fright never heard it doesn't matter we're gonna move on <laughs> uh, number 9 Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter okay once again never mm-hmm. heard of it The Happiness of Kata Kuris okay also never heard of it uh Cannibal the musical well, well that that's not that was the you said that's a play turn from a, that doesn't count moving on okay Poultry Geist Night of the Chicken Dead. That doesn't sound real at all. It's real. I don't believe you. <laughs> I think you uh, just made that up. Sweeney Todd, the Demon of Barbara. All right, okay, I, the all Demon right. Barbara Fleet Street. There you go. Okay. You can have that one. You, that's 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 fair. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, I, that one I did think about later. <laughs> oh, number three. Yeah. Little Shop <laughs> of Horrors in 1986. <laughs> number two. Uh, number two. Repo the Genetic Opera. That didn't sound right. And 1974's Phantom of the Paradise. I thought you were going to say Phantom of the Opera. I Because when I originally read it, I <laughs> thought it said Phantom of the Opera. And I was like, that's not right. Yeah. Like my, I was like, my, I was like, mine, you're wrong. Yeah, so yeah, mine, I, I was wrong. like, let me read it slow so I make sure I read it right. And I'm glad I did. All right. Well, live on this podcast, I stand corrected that there are <laughs> other musical horror films. But what I'm saying is and that... And I'm sure there's more. I'm sure there's more. Like, you're right. You forgot about this one. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like it's an untapped genre of 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 that like, hasn't been explored as much. Correct. There's like it's like a niche thing. Yes. Yes, because it's a dangerous platform to go. Because if you don't know what you you are doing, 
or have a thought of the process. Those are two genres. That yeah, really like yeah, Hollywood can't just make that mainstream. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So like, it's one of those things where like, when you're in that particular category of art, that's like not everyone can paint, but some people can, you know, spray paint. Yeah. Like, okay. So it's one of those things where that that style of thinking is very difficult for a yeah. lot of people for Ryan Because, right. Ro- I mean, the Rocky Horror Picture Show is a cult classic. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah, like, you're they right. Do, they do selective screenings. There's mm-hmm. people who do reenactments. Like, yeah. it's so, it's, so popular. It's beautiful. But, but I remember, like, I didn't hear about that until I met, like, a certain group of people. Right, until, agreed, It wasn't yeah. until I met a certain group of friends. I agree like, with that. Actually, once I got into, like, drama and theater, that's when... That's when those people are like, oh, like you have to see Rocky Horror Picture yeah. Show. Right, it's right. It's like a requirement. Like it's like yeah. a requirement yeah. once you yeah. get into that world. But before that, like before that point in my life, I had never heard of Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> <No>. Show because <laughs> it pushes the limits. Yeah, yeah it, it does. does. It does. I, I will definitely. say that this movie is basically a blend of uh, a zombie horror film and High School Musical because it really yeah because it takes place okay. of a group of teenagers. And this sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds it's, fun. It's a fun movie, and the music wasn't bad. Like okay. I, I like it has a catchy tune to it. Yeah, and there's like one scene you know where what she... you were listening to in the car. Yes. There was a uh, there's a scene where she's like happy, like she's like more or less starting her day, and it's in the trailer, so I'm not really spoiling anything for the most part. Uh, <laughs> but she's like, uh, you know. You know, she's singing about you know starting her day or whatever the case and like m- like massacre hell is all breaking <laughs> loose and she's just oblivious of the world behind uh, around her because like the zombie apocalypse just started and she's like I'm just gonna go to school today and she's sing- <laughs> and she's just oblivious of life I'm just yeah. going to school I wish everybody at home could see what the dance you the did dance. As you said yeah <laughs> and uh, she's just singing about it and then it just cuts to somebody else and he's starting his day and they're singing and then just like no clue in the world that there's a zombie apocalypse that just broke out and uh and so that's kind of that's kind of what the premise is and then it kind of just goes from I'm there i'm excited to see it now yeah, yeah, yeah like i said it's kind of sold it for me it sounds like a fun watch yeah it is a fun watch but that that's about it like it's, there's nothing there's nothing meaningful about it it's just just the idea if it's it's a horror musical and that's what you kind of signed up for yeah 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 sometimes i like to enjoy something just for that art for like, sure, yeah. For entertainment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, I don't, sometimes I just, you know, sometimes it's nice to just shut your brain off yeah, and enjoy just, what you're watching. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with that kind of television. So exactly. That's pretty much exactly what that was. Perfect. I'm all about that. I'll try that. What else are you watching? Uh, the last thing that I watched was, just last night I started uh, The World According to Jeff Goldblum uh, on Disney+. Okay. Plus. Was it epi- You said episode one was about sneakers? Yes. Yes, I, I watched s- that also. You did? Yes. Okay, so... Uh, actually, I want to hear what you have to say. Have you seen the series or just episode one? Just on episode one now. I think I started, what's today? Today's Sunday? Started that today yesterday. Today's not Sunday. Today's Monday. Today's Monday. Monday. Yeah, already there. <laughs> so I watched November it last 20, night. Last November 24th, yes. 25th, 2019. <laughs> so you saw episode two last night? Um, yeah, the sneaker one. The sneaker. Oh, you saw one last yeah, night. Okay, so, so what, what do you think about it? Um, really enjoyed it. It's really interesting to see a different world and a different community in the United States. Because, like, it's a definitely a niche market, and you appreciate what they're buying. You know, like, you sit there, it's like, oh, that's beautiful. I wouldn't buy it for myself, or I do want to buy this. Right. So it's still, it's not like you're watching it to see, like, oh, these people spend money on this. They're like, wow, like, this is beautiful. Like, I would spend money on this, too, if right. I was interested in, in this type of lifestyle. Talking about, like, sneakers? Yeah, sneakers. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Jeff Goldblum, pretty much as the title of The World According to Jeff Goldblum, he seeks out to i guess whatever finds for him that finds in whatever he finds interesting so he dives into the world 
of sneakers. And you learn within about 30 minutes, there's a very large, very, very large community of people who admire sneakers, who make yeah. sneakers, oh, who I buy know, sneakers. I know people who love sneakers. Yeah, I know and, people who like sneaker fanatics. Yeah, yeah, they collect them, they admire them, they do, they, he even went into the YouTube world mm -hmm. and pe how people review sneakers. He wow. found makers. Custom. And, custom and like, mm -hmm. you know, at the, uh, uh, people, people who custom make sneakers. Mm -hmm. But all that being said, the information was intriguing. But then you have Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> and he's fucking wow. weird too. <laughs> and he does like his little weird quirky things. His personality things are so entertaining. That's why you watch. That's why you watch. Because you, I want to see his in interaction with it. Because mm. he sits there. He's such a beautiful mind. Like the way he just breaks it down to like, man, just look at this material. Right. Look at this color. Oh, what a, what a great design. How does yeah. that feel? Oh, you're gonna measure my feet? Like he's just telling you step by wow. step, like like yeah, you know, like wow. I was like, well, I, that's what I was thinking when I was watching. I was like, yeah, it's almost like you're getting live reactions at the moment he is thinking it. <laughs> but that's the best. Yeah, I think that, that you get the best. There's nothing better than a raw, real reaction. Yeah, and that's what Jeff Goldblum did like the whole time. <laughs> and like and like some parts, I'm like, man, this dude's weird. <laughs> but. Keep talking, but I like but, it. But I like it. Talk to mo talk more, Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> and I also enjoy the visual, like the camera work on it, the way oh, they the showed. Oh, yeah. it was beautiful. Cause you just sat there, like I was there with my son, and it was so pretty to watch. Right. Because yeah. like the the it was all the bright colors, mm -hmm. and it was vivid. So it was like 4K quality? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's just like you see the crispness and like all the bright colors. And it was just one of those things where if you ever see those, I'm all about niche uh, documentaries also. Okay. About like the bright uh, locations of the Amazon. And I'll just watch those on the, the yeah. bright screen of my TV. And I just sit there and I'm just like cinematography makes or breaks stuff too. Right. And yeah, I of love course. it. Yeah. And I mean the Goldblum like show is bringing that level of just like yeah. I just want to binge. Yeah, it's it's a good bingeable show. Unfortunately, it's been is going out weekly, but it's this is like, excuse me, this is um, <laughs> National Geographic's contribution to Disney Plus, and it's not a bad one. Mm -mm. I I will definitely watch more of it. There's even a point where Jeff Goldblum, being his weirdness, was like, "All right, now it's time for this uh, fun little graphic while I explain things." Maybe this is maybe he has the passion for it. Mm -hmm. For so sure. Maybe, like like, do you see the passion in like him doing it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, because he... I think that that helps. Anytime you see a creative doing something. That's what makes a difference. If it. they have the passion behind what they're doing. Yeah, it looks like he's genuinely curious about these, <laughs> these worlds. He's like, that I he's just want to learn about some fucking sneakers. Yeah. And some of the questions are very deep, too. Yeah, they can be. And then yeah. sometimes they're just random. Yeah. But, but like, it's at the same time, it's like, oh, whoa, you said that? And then you're like, oh, wait, what? What did you just say? And it kind of gives you a, a clue into how he thinks. Mm -hmm. For sure. Operates. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't have, he doesn't have a fear of asking questions. No, not a chance. And when he, and when he is so asking them. are afraid to ask questions. Yes, I've been trying to. See, to I feel like you. Have, they have, they're afraid to seem dumb. Yes, you know? or to feel annoyed. Because you remember, like when you're younger, it was like, oh, I can't believe you didn't know that answer. Right. Yeah. Like, but nowadays, like even with at home and stuff, if I don't know something, we have technology, and I ask. Yeah. Just all day. Yeah. What's the temperature? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, this is the temperature outside. Yeah. Like, because most people just like, oh, have you gone outside yet? Right. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Kirk, have you watched anything interesting? What else? You, what have Ooh. you been watching? Yeah, what have you been watching? Watchmen. Okay. How far are you? Are you caught up? I'm, I'm caught up. I'm not caught. I am not caught up. Uh, I'm enjoying it. I do have to sit there, and it's not. I have to watch, 
because there's a hundred percent. Like I can't and be even doing then, anything even else. Even then, you're still slightly confused. Yes, <laughs> yes, because but I was like that in the beginning of Game of Thrones too. Yes, yeah, I think it's the build up of the characters and yeah, getting the backstory because no one knows the who these people are. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't know the backstory of this particular line of comic books, so I'm enjoying watching the details. Teen Titans on DC Universe. Yes. How is that? I I've gotten through the first season and the f- first episode of the second season. How did you feel about it, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> it was. I have some thoughts. <laughs> I don't want to get into it again. Okay, was, that, right. was that our first episode? I believe you went into that rant, or is that? I, I could have been. It's that, one of them. We, it's we, one of them. I watched it because of that rant. Oh, okay. You watched, <laughs> oh, okay. okay Wait, you nice. watched Titans because of the rant? <laughs> yes. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, because it was on my my queue, <clears throat> and I realized there's shorter episodes than some of the other things I've been watching. Right. Like everything's always an hour, an hour fifteen. Like yeah. Teen Titans is a good thirty minute. Like I need to stop doing whatever I'm doing, watch something, enjoy something, and get back to work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. But I'm enjoying the development of certain characters. Um, I think they're doing Robin very well. Okay. On his transition. Yeah. And dealing with that um, the new mantle he wants to take upon himself. Um, the other characters, I'm, I'm hoping they're build, they'll build them a little bit more. Yeah. But I'd rather them spend time on Robin first. Right. And then make him solid and build up I don't want a build up of too many characters at the same exact time and then you get lost yeah I, I feel like with the with, especially in season one from what I've seen mm-hmm. they like they introduce these characters and some of until so like you like you have like the main four and then like all of a sudden they have a whole episode that is devoted to these characters they just introduced and it, they, they take over the whole episode mm-hmm. and like as much as I appreciated what 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 I was given as far as the content because I'm like these these are very interesting characters that you're developing yeah. but what happened to those you just introduced <laughs> like let's give them their due before we get, I mean I like what I saw but like let's let's focus on the other guys first so I know why they did that okay because I've, I've I've read the comic books okay so the the real order was the older characters but if you were gonna have a fan base you have to do the fan base that you have now. Right. And then do the backstory of the original Teen Titans. Okay. Because if you did the, the original, you'd probably lost your audience because they're not familiar with those characters. So you're saying because of the way the comics played out? They had... This is a... That's the way they... Just, that's the direction the show is kind of going through, staying with the way the comic book goes. Correct. Because, Interesting. Because if they did the, the second season first, everyone would be lost. Like, who's Slade? Who are these other characters? Right, right. Yeah. Very quickly. Yeah. So they had to do Teen Titan Go Movie, all those particular fan base. They had to show Raven and, and Beast Boy quick, especially with the running of the other one with Beast, uh, Beast Boy. What was the name of that one? I haven't watched it yet. What? Um, <laughs> it's on DC Universe also. It's... Let me tell you Not right Beast now. Boy. I mean, Cyborg was on Doom Patrol. Doom yeah. Patrol. But so was Beast Boy. No, he wasn't. Not, not Doom Patrol. It's, um... Beast Boy wasn't on Doom Patrol. No, Doom Patrol was in Titans. Uh... Yeah, they had yeah. episodes. When was that crossover? Was that in Titans or was that, that in... I didn't see They're... the crossover episode. Okay. I saw, I saw the Doom Patrol series and Cyborg, he's like a re... He's like a reoccurring character. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Because he's he's also in the story of Teen Titans. Yeah. So they yeah. had to shoot... Is it the same actor? Yes. Is, in, is in cyborg, cyborg in Titans? I don't believe he is. Not in Titans. Um, oh, you mean you mean the cartoon the, or the comics? No, there's also a Doom Patrol live action. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, going yeah, the yeah, same. Sure. So they had to do 
Beast Boy is the same character in both series. But Beast Boy's not in Doom Patrol. He's not in the show Doom Patrol. He was in the first episode. He was introduced in the beginning. I, I think you might be confused just a little With, bit. You think I don't know. No, no, not Doom Patrol. You're right. I apologize. No, I, I I know I don't. But Cyborg is not in Titans. Right? Correct. Okay. correct. From what I know, because I'm not caught up. Let me see. But Beast. So Doom he Patrol, shows up. Beast Boy shows up in Doom Patrol. Really? Be, the the Doom Patrol. <laughs> I could be wrong. I don't know. Are in, uh, the Doom Patrol characters are in episode four of Titans. Ah, okay. And so, and then after that, that kind of. Uh, kickstarted or like a backdoor backdoor pilot for the Doom Patrol series, ah. which came later in I believe next year or later down the line. Correct. And Beast Boy was not not in the Doom Patrol show, nor was he ever mentioned. No. In the show, which was interesting in my part. But regardless yeah. of all of that, um, sorry about that. Uh, no, you're you're all you good. Say sorry, no, you're sorry. Oh, you're a human being. <laughs> you know how hard it is to you remember. It. There's a, it's really hard to. It's a lot of content yeah. out there. Oh, yeah, for yeah. Sure. There's so much. I'm, shit to I'm burning through a lot. Yeah. So, so where where are you on Titans? On Titans, I am right where most recent one was episode. Uh, Dick Grayson. So the, I'm I'm all caught up. Oh, you're all caught up. Okay, all so like, up. so you're. I believe there's only one more episode left. From Correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we're like a big reveal because I remember I I don't I didn't understand the picture now, but now it kind of makes sense that you said that. There's a picture of like Dick Grayson like standing in like the middle of the street, and people are like, yeah, because like was it like his first time on the show or something like that? Dick Grayson? No, no. Dick Grayson's no. I mean like Nightwing. Yes. So it's so the the first the the shot you're talking about. Nightwing. That's not. I I know that, but like maybe for the. Oh, but if you don't no. know that, Dick, yeah. but I don't it's know. Like, I think you if know you who Batman is. Show to that point, I think you <laughs> pretty much know that Dick Grayson is Nightwing. All right, I'm just putting it out there. You might have, just, you might have had a potential spoiler. Oh, oh. Spoiler Spoilerly. from I don't know. Nightwing's got his own comic books. You no, know, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows if you know Batman or Robin, you know Nightwing. <laughs> uh, Sorry if I spoil the show. I have Superman. <laughs> Superman. But uh, there's a shot of him, and it's a shadow shot, but it's Batman's um, shadow behind him. Oh, you oh. see the cows? So it replaced his shadow with Batman's shadow. Oh. oh. So it's okay. one of those, I think it's that torch thing, because right at the end, well, yeah, we can talk about it. Cause Are you, I, I mean, no, I, I'm not caught up. He's not caught up. Okay, all right, never mind. I'm still watching it. If you're upset about anything that was happening before then, yeah. they've just made up for it. Okay. All right, that, so I like a, that. Maybe it's a slow burn. Slow burn. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, well, oh, you I, felt pretty strongly about well, well, episode, about the season opener. Season, well, like, I, yes, the season opener was hard. It was. It was. It was. It was, super it was hard. so bad. Uh, I but I enjoyed most of season one, mm-hmm. and like I said, I've, right now I, I've stopped at a bad point because se- season two, episode one was basically should have been uh, the season finale of season one, and it was. It was supposed to be, but the creators thought it was a good idea. It was not a good idea. To end it as a quote-unquote cliffhanger for people to wait. And the, the way that the, the music was like swelling down everything, it was a bad move on the creators' part. They should not have done it. Um, but I will say, if you were the one that's waiting for a year for season two, ending on that cliffhanger might have been better than ending with the, the opener. Because yeah. if I saw that ending... As a season finale, I'm like, I don't think I want to watch season two. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. So <laughs> You're right. You're right, because I was, when I saw that ending for the season, like, I was like, I'm not going to watch you for a while. I'm right. Gonna go, I'm going to hop on, like, I'm good. I'll be back a little bit later. Yeah. Get yourself together. Have I come back? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Give me a good... Uh, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't, unfortunately, that was not 
the greatest. But I I have heard that it has been getting better. Yes. And so I'm glad to yes. hear that you know, those those rumors are correct. Just like Smallville, like you just have to. It's one of those things. Whoa. Well, Smallville was fantastic. Pump the brakes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Not not on that caliber. No. What's a what's a what's an option? Arrow, f- Flash. So like the Arrowverse, the whole Arrowverse. I loved it at first, but then it just it just they, got it, it got, got too it got too soap opery for me. It's yes. too much. It's too much. It was so I'm trying to of, find a balance yeah. for the Teen Titans. I guess Teen Titans is its own category now. Yeah, now the Teen Titans going to be yeah associated with its own streaming service right. level of stuff versus being on cable. Right. Traditional cable. Mm. Yeah. Anything else you've watched? What else have I been watching? Uh, man, I've been watching a lot. Let me see. Those are the ones I just finished. Okay. So now anything just recently this week. Yeah. This week, I've been doing Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Okay. Serious anime. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, we haven't really talked much about anime in this podcast. Um, I mean, I, I I respect it for what it is. Right. I just have never gotten around to watching it. I think I need to find a good way to break into it. Okay. So here's a good way to break. But into I have a it. huge group, but it, which is strange because like a lot of my core friends, especially like from high school, right? They like love. They love it. <sighs> okay. And I understand it because they. I understand that they. That the um, anime has really rich storylines. Right. Yeah, so you'll enjoy that. And then the art has now been more streamlined because anime used to be so extreme, mm-hmm. you know, with a lot of its art. So it can only follow a certain mainstream of um, a followers. Yeah. 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 You know, so as now they're doing great stories. The one I want to watch next, and this is why I started watching Dragon Ball Z last night. It was, I think, White Dragon. Okay. Um, let me see if I put it in my favorites list to watch. Coming out in theaters, it's a new anime and it's fantastic. Yep, White Snake. I apologize. November 29th, it's coming out. Okay. Um, Interesting. And, th- and this is a movie. Uh yes. So it's coming out in theaters uh, November 29th. And this is an anime movie. Correct. Okay. So it's um, watching it. It was a beautiful storyline because it's dubbed. Right. Okay. So okay. some of the voice actors are really. Good. You'll if you listen to them, you'll recognize their voices mm-hmm. because you see a lot of uh, um, martial arts style don't go into audio. They okay. stay they stay martial arts for right. a lot of people. So you'll see some big names in this particular movie. So I'm I'm really excited to see that one. All right, yeah, that sounds good. Okay, so uh, we're gonna move on to our next segment uh, called new to streaming. It's fairly new. Basically, what we're gonna be doing here. Is that we have? A, there's a lot of streaming platforms out there. We've discussed this in episode two on our streaming wars, <laughs> and so most of us have most of what I'm talking about. We're gonna be talking about HBO, Amazon, Hulu, Netflix, and Disney Plus. Most I feel like the majority of people have at least somewhat of this, and so what we're gonna be talking about is some of the new stuff that are coming on to these different streaming services. Uh, this is for the month of December. Uh, so excited. I'm excited to hear the list. Yeah, here we go. Ooh. So what you got for us, man? So I'm gonna start with uh, HBO. All right, All right. HBO. I'm gonna here pull we go. it up. I'm gonna start adding things live. <laughs> I'm start adding it sounds things. good. I'll add it right now. HBO's got good content. They oh. do. All right. So uh, right now, uh, we're not, they're not really coming out with anything of, of their originals because mm-hmm. they did a lot of that earlier uh, this year. But there are three movies that came out earlier this year that are coming to HBO that people might be interested in. Uh, Seth Rogen and. Uh, Sh- Three Charlie Theron. Thank you. Late, um, uh, lo- uh, long, long shot. shot. Yes. That is a funny <sighs> ass movie. It's I, hilarious. Me and, my, me and my wife saw it in the theaters. That movie is so funny. It oh, is. Oh, it's good. That's a good one. You can catch that on December seventh on HBO. Good to know. Uh, Hellboy with uh, David Harper is gonna be on. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen that? 
I haven't seen it. Oh well, I, I, mean, I have no interest. Okay, yeah, but I, I like, but I liked, but which is funny because I liked the first two Hellboys. I thought right. they were enjoyable. But that has nothing to do with this one. That oh, one was horrible. And, and, I, and I've seen uh, David Harper's Hellboy. And I'm sorry, what did you say about your reaction? Huh? Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah that's yeah. all about right. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. I didn't finish it. <laughs> oh, wow. So you, you, watched, you started watching it? Yeah, too? and I'm just nice. like, I can't. I can't. Like, I have to. Well, if, if that's your cup of tea, that comes out December 14th. And, uh, and if for those who haven't watched this, I recommend this very much. Uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu. It was fun. It was, it was a fun movie. It was. It was. It was. It was a cute movie. I th- I, in- I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah, for yeah. what it it's, was. It's a PG. It's uh. I giggled. It's a, yeah, it's a it's a PG Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, and if you're looking to see that, that comes out December 28th on HBO. The okay. Lilith scenes um, are hilarious. Yeah. There you go. So there are um ser- uh, seasons and series finales coming up for those that are watching it. Uh, right now, I know you said you're watching uh, uh Watchmen. Correct. Season and. And season one's ending on December fifteenth. See, short oh, season. Short season. I like it. See, I like it's, it. But it's good. It, you have just enough to tell the story. Right, and it, it's ending very quickly because I feel like it just started like about a month or two mm-hmm. ago. What a, What about his dark materials? Is that on the list? Yeah, it is on the list. I'm about that's my next thing. His dark materials is ending short uh, season. That's short what season. I like to hear. <laughs> uh, two days before Christmas, December twenty third. I'm you. I'm caught. I'm actually behind. I'm like um uh, I've only watched. The first episode and like half of the second episode. Okay, what are, Kirk, are you watching that? I, I started watching with you. Okay, and I wasn't able to. I was just tired that day. I was interested, <laughs> but I had to take a nap. Okay, <laughs> it's it's one those, of those, but it's another one of those you gotta pay attention. Very yeah, yeah. exactly, very but I I wanted that story. I do, yeah. I do. I have a, a big inch. I have more interest in watching that than I do Watchmen. Unfortunately for me, that's like. Fine. That's, uh, okay. yeah that's fair i just feel like that might be more fun I'm, those that's are interchangeable okay because i'm more partial to his dark materials than i am that's right watchmen. then watchmen you're right that's a good balance you can go either or very easily yeah and uh and for, so that's december 23rd for his dark materials it's season one finale and for those who watch Silicon valley another show i watch that's good that's this, a funny that's a funny show it's it's ending the yeah, series yes, is ending series. see hmm. that's good and that's but it's a, getting to that point it's getting to that it? point it's like you need to end it soon and they okay. knew see? they knew yep yeah uh, December 8th is the f- uh, season finale, or series finale, of Silicon Valley. That's like the highlights for HBO right now. We're going to move on to Amazon. I know, Ernesto, you've been, uh, you definitely recommended the show to me. Uh, for those uh, fans, Gia, who uh, is out there, you can catch the season three premiere of uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. That comes out on December 6th. Oh, really? That's soon. Oh, I'm looking that's forward to that. yeah. That's going to be one to look forward to. I, I I know that's probably going to be a lot on everyone's watch list. Yeah, most definitely. I I haven't still haven't seen it, but I again I heard great things. That's about like just it. like now you know now it is like at that certain point of the year there's certain shows that come once a year. Right, exactly. That when they drop, like everybody watches them as soon as they drop. That's one. Right. That's definitely one of those. Okay, good to know. Um, and then for those um who are uh, who are actively watching on December thirteenth, you can watch Amazon's uh, The Expanse. Uh, it's starting season four, and I honestly never heard never about heard, it never too heard much. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, it's the police detective in the Astro Belt, the first officer in the interplanetary ice freighter, hmm. and an Earth-bound United Nations exec, uh, executive slowly discovers a vast conspiracy of th- threatens the oh a vast conspiracy you're really selling it i know i know (laughs) i am butchering this this bio right now uh uh, basically it involves around space and there's this big thing that threatens earth's rebellion colony on this astro belt 
I'm not sure, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. all right. So what else you got? <laughs> I'm not interested. <laughs> um, for those who haven't seen, I believe this came out last Christmas. Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, I recommend it. It's called um, Bumblebee. Transformers, Bumblebee. Really? The movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie's I, good. yeah the movie's good. You yeah. It, I didn't finish you it. it you, when you started talking, I thought you were talking about a show. Oh, no, like, I'm sorry. The movie Bumblebee. Like, yes. There's a show called Bumblebee? No, no. The movie the Bumblebee. Movie with John Cena? Yeah, yes. It was yeah, yeah. It was, it was funny. Is anyone watching The Boys? We talked about The Boys. Yeah, we like The Boys. Lois Boys is amazing. That's coming to Amazon on December 13th. Um, uh, an Amazon, not the boys, not the boys, the <laughs> Bumblebee. If yeah, you haven't Bumblebee. got it, yeah. it's coming on Amazon. Um, a new Amazon original movie Ooh. is coming out on coming this... out straight to streaming or coming out in theaters. Well, it's going to be in select theaters for like uh, I think early December, but on December twentieth, it's going to be on Amazon Prime. Oh, nice. So okay. it's gonna, like so like if you don't want to, you know, just wait a couple weeks to catch it on the Prime. Um, but it's called the Aeronauts. And it stars uh, Felicity Jones and Eddie Redman. What else have they been in? Those, those uh, Felicity are... Jones is the star of Rogue One. Oh, okay. And okay. Uh, okay. Eddie Redman is, uh, he played Stephen Hawking's in The Theory of Everything. I didn't see The Theory of Everything. Uh, he's also played. Did you see that? I did, yes. It was, was you, good. I was loved his performance in that. It's on Netflix, I think. I think so, yeah, you're right. Is it, should I go watch, should I watch it? I mean, I'm not I mean, I'm in a big rush to go watch it, but I, I mean, but, but not, nothing wrong no, with the movie. But it's a good story. It's a good story, yeah, yeah, yeah. How, how historically accurate is it? I don't know. I don't know his life. I just I enjoy what you're he's supposed to know. These, you're supposed to have these answers. <laughs> uh, but uh, Eddie Redmayne also played us uh, uh, Newt's commander in Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you can find them both on those platforms. But uh, pilot M- Amelia Wang W R E N Ren. Sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, and scientist James Glacier uh, find themselves in an epic fighter survival while trying to attempt. To make discoveries in a gas balloon. I did watch that preview. I wasn't sure how excited I'm about. I I I'm intrigued. I think you know. I think the star power might get me to it because I okay. like both of them in their own right. Yes. Uh, so I want to see how they work. I'm interested. But are in you it. saying that because you're partial to Rogue One? No, I like Rogue One, and I thought, I, you, re- I thought you like really liked Rogue One. I mean, I I mean, not really really liked it, but I enjoyed Rogue One for what it was. Um, I mean, I, I I did a rewatch recently. I thought I was better than I remembered it. So I think uh, leading in, I think leading up to I want to do a Star Wars. I want to do a Star Wars watch since. Oh no, we're, I'm definitely doing a Star Wars. But now, what order are you gonna do? I'm gonna do one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm gonna do it as as the story. So you're, you're gonna do a chronological. chronological yes, okay. uh, that's that's my goal. Anyway, hmm. are you gonna mix in now the ones that like the one-off stories like Rogue One? Yeah, mix those. Are you gonna mix those in the, the appropriate places? I will. Yeah. Are you guys watching The Mandalorian? Yes, we are. I'm not. Caught We're up. not caught up on caught up. episode three yet. No, I've only seen episode one and two. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, it's it's I'm. I'm I, don't, so I don't know why we just. I don't know why we're not watching it as soon as they come out. I have it's to a wait for show. the wife. Uh, <laughs> I have to wait for an appropriate time with the wife. Understood. I've already been given direct, <laughs> direct, <laughs> direct, direct you orders. You're not watching this. <laughs> they catch you too. I, like, no, I, you know what she did? I have. She's like, we're, you're waiting for me. I I've have spoken. spoken. <laughs> <laughs> and when you when you say that, it's like, oh, yes, 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 ma'am. yes, ma'am. Yes. Okay. Well, I, understand. I mean, I like where I sleep. So. Yeah. <laughs> Understandable. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have a couple of shows like that where yeah. if you watch it, you, you you sleep on the couch tonight. Correct. Yes, for Correct. sure. Um, but yeah, The Aeronauts, uh, April uh, December 20th, you can catch that if you're interested. Um, a movie that I actually, uh, maybe not recommend, but I saw recently was uh, Night Hunter. Remember Night Hunter with uh, yes. Henry Cavill? Yes. Yeah, that's coming to Amazon. Okay. So for those who were any interest of what I said about it last podcast, you can find it on December 20th 
on on Amazon, as well as What Men Want with uh, Tracy Morgan and Tahari Henson. Yes, Tahari Henson. She Henson. She on. Oh, she's on uh, Empire. She was also in. Yes. Um, oh my God, that ama- that movie, the yep. with the women scientists. What is the name escapes? Oh, uh, Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures. Yes. Did that that one? Didn't that win some? That won some oh, awards. That was I, such a good movie. I think it. Yeah, did I didn't get. It, I didn't get a chance very to see enjoyable. it. It's a good movie. I will agree to that. She played the role very well. Yeah. Where it kept you engaged. She's and, a great actress. Oh, she's, she's fantastic. Great. She's fantastic. Enjoyed everything about that movie. Um, what men want. Not is not even close to hidden figures, unfortunately. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be like a playoff of what Mel Gibson's "What Women Want." Correct. Yes, and it wasn't a great. Where, like, she can uh, hear men's thoughts. Correct. That's a that's a disturbing thought. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was two hours of nonsense. Is what it was. Okay. I, I, I did not nothing nothing on the level like hidden figures. No. Okay. Not even close. No. It was a it was a very like. I have to pay some taxes. <laughs> pay some taxes. Empire, Justice Smollett, Justice Smollett ruined Empire. Chase out Florida, as it was a little bit ago. Um, and <laughs> you can catch that on December thirtieth, as well as uh, the animated movie Wonder Park, where that's a cute movie. Have you seen it? I've seen it. Okay, we watched it. Nice. I, we we I think we rented it on Redbox. Redbox. Okay, yeah. and you, it was cute. It was cute. Yeah, I'm ready for Adam's Family. Okay. Adam, yeah, Adam Family. Had made it. Adam's Family. Yeah, I want the kids wanted to see that. Yeah. You didn't get a chance to take it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Red we'll, we'll, we'll catch fail, it out. Redbox. We got. We got all the way. We want to see it. Never gonna go away. Until right. Yeah. To find it. <laughs> right. Um, you can also find Wonder Park uh, on Amazon December thirtieth. So those are the highlights from Amazon. We're gonna move over to Hulu, where if uh, you want, if you want fast cars. And you want it all about family. About family. About family. And Vin Diesel. <laughs> driving fat. And The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not The Rock yet. Oh, okay. These are the oh, earlier films. Oh, not sorry. yet. I no. The gun. You did jump the gun. <laughs> uh, but if you like Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, you can catch the first three. Well, maybe not fat, uh, Tokyo Drift because none of those people are in that Tokyo Drift. But um, uh, Fast and Furious, Two Fast and Furious, and Tokyo Drift are going to be on Hulu on uh, December 1st. And uh, Fast 4, or I think it's, that one's called Fast and Furious. I don't really remember. Um, there's so many different titles for those movies. Uh, you can find the fourth one will come on December 16th. Uh, other than that, the 5 through 8 are not on streaming what, right now. Isn't it interesting to see how what that franchise has evolved? So for sure. Yeah. I remember being a kid and growing up, and we like we would go to the local movie theater, and they, for Fast and the Furious, like all the cars, they would have all the nice like street cars, right? Like I the street race. This is when like street racing was, was like a, a thing, like a huge right, thing, right? And they would have all the street racing cars, and we used to go to this place called Tower Shops next to our high school, and they would have all like on every Friday night they would have cars out there and stuff like that. UCF used to do it all the time. I used to love coming out here. Oh, oh really? really? For that? Yeah, like back in. Man, it's been a few years, but yeah, we would go out there right before they started developing everything. Before Waterford Lakes really like took oh, off, okay. before oh, okay. that plaza showed up, right? Yeah. That used to just be like a small theater, and like Chuck E. Cheese. So there was a <laughs> lot more road, like all those houses oh, and things okay. were developed yeah. back then. Yeah, look at it. Look at what that. And it was so affordable to now. live out there. <laughs> it was so affordable to live out there because they didn't have any services. Oh, I see. Because, like, that was considered the boondocks. There yeah. was, like, the closest grocery store was, like, an hour drive. <laughs> so they just, like, popped right there and it just yeah. boomed. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. And so they were able to bring all those cars in for, mm-hmm. like, a premiere like that? Yes, for the premiere because it was a small theater. Mm-hmm. And because it was a big, open, just, like, area with, like, long roads. Right. 
like everyone was allowed to play their music loud. Like and now, n- and nowadays, now, and now Fast and the Furious is like, like an action. It's in like an it's action, a comedy. It's an action heist. It, it's an action heist. <laughs> it's all it is. Yeah. Ever since The Rock came in in Fast Five, they re uh, reinvented that franchise. You know what? There is a clear distinction between yes. Fast Four and Fast Five. For sure. Because I I was just I was right as you said that I was just thinking that I like the first four as its own as it's like its own thing. Right. Yeah. You know? Like, literally, you can start the franchise from five, and you wouldn't miss a beat. Correct. Because they almost recap. They're like, hey, this is all the shit that happened before. <laughs> yeah. We're going, we're going another direction yeah. now. We're going to Brazil. <laughs> we're going to fucking Brazil. are going to drive a safe through the middle of the fucking highway. <laughs> and you know what? I'll watch that shit all yeah. day. But it's, oh, it is so enjoyable. Because it's about family. <laughs> <laughs> Well, aside from you can you can catch the old Fast <laughs> Furious stuff on December first and the sixteenth. <laughs> um, anyone watching the Runaways? No, no, I started it. I started a long. T- that's yeah. one of those that I started a long time ago, and then I dropped off because I okay. heard that the a friend of mine mentioned that the comic line is really very. It's very intriguing. Like, right. It's very good. But I I don't know. I, I think I might. I've always. I've, every time I see it, I'm like. I should give it a rewatch, but it seems like it would be like too like teeny soap opery uh, for me. There's a little bit of that. I've, I'm I'm all caught up with uh, uh, the first two seasons of Runaways. Um, I really like the first season. The second season was just all right. I'm intrigued what they do with the third season. Which it's getting ready to end? Isn't it's, it the show? It's, they're they're ending with season three, but you can catch I um, believe all of season three. If not, they're doing weekly. I'm not, I'm not sure, but either yeah. way, that starts on December thirteenth. On Hulu as the original series. My question is that is that gonna go to Disney Plus as Marvel section? Well, uh, Disney Plus already has season one of the Runaways on there. Oh, so it so is. it yeah. would it wouldn't well also or Disney not yet. Disney owns Hulu. Hulu as well. Correct. So that d- doesn't surprise me if you could find it on both platforms, yeah. uh, both Am- on 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 Hulu and Disney Plus. Or once maybe it's only season one is on there. Maybe they have an exclusive contract. That's already established with Hulu. Correct, yeah. Because, like, they own Hulu, but Hulu it's still its own company. Right, exactly. They just report to Bob Iger. Yeah, <laughs> they report to the mouse. Yeah, yes, they, they report do. to Mickey Mouse. Um, and so I'm sure, like, season one's been out for a while, so you can catch season one Disney Plus. Maybe when season three opens up, you can catch season two of Hulu, I mean, right. of Runaways, and kind right. of so on and so forth. Um, also, if you don't have Amazon, you can also catch Bumblebee. <laughs> hey, they're the uh, dual platforms there on really? December thirteenth, mm-hmm. and as well as what Men Want and Wonder Park, the same date, December thirtieth. You can find that on Hulu as well, so you, you can catch an Amazon Hulu, and then also um, a new Hulu original series called Into the Dark, which premieres on December twenty seventh, which about? is a <laughs> an, a horror anthology series with each episode inspired by a holiday. So this is what you said is coming on Hulu. Yes, it's gonna be Hulu's version of Black Mirror. Pretty much. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that's that's not a bad thing. No, no, no. Because it's not technology. It's like holidays. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So that, that's and kind I of enjoy Black that's Mirror. That's kind of it. Yeah. I, well, keep it bringing. Keep it going. I fucking love Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it three times now. Have you done, Have you watched Bandersnatch? The um, Choose Your Own Adventure. I couldn't get through because it was just like time consuming. Yeah, but it's, like, it's, 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 I don't know. I, 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 I had fun watching. Uh, so did I. I, yeah, I, I had a little fun with that. I wanna, yeah. I wanna, it kept knocking me back. back. It kept knocking me back. But it's like a video. It's almost like a video game. Yeah, I didn't, I don't, I don't like restoring things. Yeah, <laughs> not, not your thing. thing. All right. 
You don't, uh, you don't want to. If you wanted that, you'd play video games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can. I can. I can, feel, I can, I can, I can see that. I can feel that. Um, this is its second run, so this is in season two. Oh, of uh, Into the Dark. Of Into the Dark. So it just, I guess, it's just based on uh, a couple of holidays throughout. The, you know, I guess any ho- holiday. So I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. A little bit yeah. intrigued. But I'll try. I'm intrigued. That's yeah, intrigued. That's yeah, a bad, that's, that's a better, better word. word. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I agree with that. All right. So that's all that Hulu has to offer. Um, the big one though, Netflix always is bringing out the A game here. So I'm going to try to do this as quick as possible. Cause there's a lot that I want to yeah. get through. Um, but you can also, you can catch all the Austin power movies are coming in on Netflix on December 1st. I don't know. You know, I don't know if those movies hold up as as well. I don't remember them as much as I should. I remember them. They're they're. I mean, this is a woke culture, so it's right. gonna be. It's hard for movies like that to <laughs> to stand on its own. That just some some movies just don't travel well over time. Right. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I mean, it, but it, maybe it's just, maybe it's good because that was like a huge thing when I was growing up. Right. Like it was funny. Yeah. Like, but we appreciate it for what it was. Yeah. But like you couldn't do The Office now. Well, 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 the that's office what, you could do. The office no, because he was some saying, of the stuff you can't. Yeah, maybe, like but, he was saying, like if he was to um, because I was listening to his interview. Um, okay. What's his name again? Steve Carell. Yeah, I was listening to his interview. It was like nowadays, if I was going to write jokes to that level, like nowadays, it wouldn't be accepted. Like I, it wouldn't be the same show. I agree. 100%, I will say, yeah, hundred percent agree. With so he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, like, this is cancel culture. Yeah, yes. you do something wrong, you're you got, you're <laughs> exactly. Not you can come back. He's like, he's <laughs> like, I won't, I won't really go back to that role because it just, it wouldn't be the same. I wouldn't be able to take it to the next level. I was like, right. interesting. It's good to hear. Well, because he realizes that it's it he it ran its course. It's right. it's the same thing as having a show that extending a show past when it needs to yes. be extended. Mm-hmm. Let it live where it is mm-hmm. and let it end it where it is. If there's no more story to tell, then there's no more story to tell. Let that inspire the next best thing. Don't stop recreating the old shit that we already watched. Right. How many times Drum have you Mike. watched it? Boom. Boom. <laughs> and how, sorry, what was your question? How many times have you watched it? Like eight or nine. Yep, so, but even my wife, my wife, she'll put it on. She'll just put it on when she falls asleep to it. Yeah, I'm on nine now. Nine, nine, yeah. I'm doing the deleted scenes on YouTube. It's just funny. It's just it's, it's a good and show, now, and it's one you can just pick up. Now I can just pick it up at any point. I just chuckle. and it's like, oh, I remember that. And then you start remembering the episodes surrounding it, right? The surrounding story arc, and it's like, ah, oh, it's almost it's almost time to rewatch the series. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, Austin Sorry. Powers. Yes, <laughs> go track there. Yes, I agree that it might not be uh, with the times today, but. I, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I, I, mean, mean, I could be wrong. That's just my. You, you know. can find that on December first when it's on Netflix. Maybe. And you want to rewatch I just it? Watch it and be like, not, this, this is not funny. Man. <laughs> I'm going to be like, this shit is still funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, Secret Life of Pets two. If you had, if you didn't catch it in theaters, that's cute. You can catch it on Netflix on December twenty seventh. Um, I I I really like that one more than I did the first one. I just felt like I was watching yeah. three. I, I felt like I was watching three shorts in one movie. For the first one? Or no, the, no, for the second for one. For the second one. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. The, you, you were following different characters at different points, and at the very end, they uh, they kind of all came together with mm. for one story. Yeah. I could have... I could They could have left that part out, and if there were just, like, a series of shorts, you or, like... I so, then you, so then you enjoyed the first one more than the second one? No, I no I enjoyed the so second... So you enjoyed the, the fact that they made it like that? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like, I, yeah, I think so. Uh, but, yeah, it's coming to Netflix if you haven't caught it. Um, so now we're going to talk about um, original series because they have quite a bit. Uh, really? Oh, uh, holidays from, coming up. Yeah, I know, right? They really want you to watch <laughs> the binge. Uh, first one's called V Wars. Um, it stars Ian Smolerhander. Sure. Uh, he, he, he's in. Um, he's one of the one of the main guys in um, 
what's it called? Uh, Supernatural. He's one of those, one of the two. He, he's what? Mm-mm. Aaron Eccles. Aaron. Um, no. Mm-mm. Are you sure? Me Wars. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I. Vampire he's Diaries. from Vampire Diaries. Okay. My bad. Not I supernatural. I Not like, supernatural. <laughs> I apologize. Can we talk about that soon? <laughs> <laughs> um, so he stars in a brand new Netflix series. He plays a doctor who entered the world of horror when a virus is released in ice, in, in ice melting due to a climate change. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> you add it to your list? All right. Um, I'll give it 30 minutes. I'll, I'll watch the trailer. I'll watch right. the trailer. All right. Okay. Uh, it opens up uh, the first... Uh, I'm assuming the whole series. First season uh, starts on December 5th. We also have uh, Virgin River. Um, centers around a woman who answers an ad to work for a nurse, as a nurse, in a remote Californian town in the Virgin River who discovers that the small town living isn't quite as simple as she expected and that she must learn to heal herself before she can truly make Virgin River her home. It's a series um, that stars... Uh, uh, Alexandra Breckenbridge. I don't know who she is. She's sure. also in American Horror Story. Oh. Um, she plays Sophie from This Is Us. Do you know who that is? Sophie from This Is Us. I have to see if... It, obviously, I know who This Is Us. This Is Us. Oh, anyway, she's 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 she stars in that, um, and she's also in American Horror Story, and uh, I believe I've seen her from. She plays. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, she I know plays. Who it is. I okay, know who that is. I know who it is. Um, but yeah, so she's starring in her own series on Netflix. Um, you can catch that as well as season five, which I believe is the last season of Fuller House, and you can catch. Wow, that thing's on season five already. Oh yeah, I watched the first season because I, I used to watch Full House. Same. And then I just I, I stopped after that. I Agreed. Was like, I'm good. I got it. <laughs> I got it from there. Yeah. I, I, I get don't want to I mean, relive this anymore. <laughs> I get what you're doing, and I'm okay it's to not It's not my thing anymore. Yeah, exactly. That ship has sailed for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you can catch both of those new series starting on December 6th. Uh, one that's getting a lot of attention right now, especially in the nerddom world, is The Witcher. Uh, that stars Henry Cavill. Hmm. Um, I believe it's a video game series. Yes, I think so. Um, and it uh, stars... Man, these are a lot of big words that I don't want to butcher. So it stars Henry Cavill as a monster hunter who struggles to find his place in the world where people often prove more wicked than beasts. Um, It's getting a lot of attention, especially with Henry Cavill, a big name starring in a Netflix series. Yeah. So, um, (laughs) no, not for you. If I was a witcher, like if I played the game, I'd probably be interested in it. Okay. Like that other movie that came out, uh, World of Warcraft. Oh, right. For the movie. Yeah. The movie, like I don't play the game, so I don't think if I watched the movie, I would understand what, what was happening. Well, for those who do play the series starts December 20th on, uh, on uh, Netflix, as well as uh, season two of uh, Lost in Space, which was getting... I didn't watch. I kind of have interest. I enjoyed it. I watched the whole thing and I enjoyed it. I'm excited it's coming back. Okay, okay. that's right. December 24th on Christmas Eve, and then season two of oh, yes. You, um, which was a great series. Oh, really? Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Okay. Um, and you can. That's on December 26th, the day after Christmas. That right. starts on that as well. And uh, quickly, there's a couple of movies that are coming out on, on Netflix that is worth mentioning, especially for the Oscar circuit. You have Marriage Story. Which focuses on a you know pretty much like a a real life d- interpretation of a divorce, starring um, uh, uh, 
wow, the name, uh, Carla Johansson and Adam Driver. Uh, oh, whoa. Yes. Yeah. That's already going to be worth a watch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they are, um, <coughs> it plays like a real in- interpretation of a di- how to, a, to go through a divorce. And it's getting a lot of uh, noise in the award circuits as well as their acting abilities because we know how well that is. Well, I mean, for those of you who don't know, Adam Driver is Kylo Ren. Yes. And (laughs) And and Scarlett Scarlett Johansson's Black Widow. Was the Black Widow. (laughs) (laughs) Was the Black Widow. So, yeah, that that movie comes out December 6th. Um, Six Underground, uh, which uh, another movie on Netflix, a Netflix original on December 13th, which stars um, Ryan Reynolds. And it's uh, it's uh, meet a new kind of action hero. Six untraceable agents, totally off the grid. They've burned their past so they can change the future. I'll watch it. It's Ryan Reynolds. It's Ryan Reynolds, pretty like much. Ryan yeah, Reynolds. they he they were already hooked by the Ryan yeah. Reynolds title. Um, and then you also have another one that's on the Oscar circuit called The Two Popes, which stars um, uh, Jonathan Price and Anthony Hopkins. And Anthony Hopkins plays Pope Benedict, and Jonathan Price plays. Pope Francis, and basically the movie takes place of the transition when... Uh, sounds like a really intense drama. Yeah, I know, right? That's pretty much what <laughs> That's it what is. what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, but basically, it's it's the kind of those two... Uh, it's behind the Vatican walls, and basically it's the transition between one Pope to the next, yeah. and why this was happening. Okay. And so, it's I'm sure they're going to get nominated for stuff as yeah. well, or at least maybe talked about, and that starts on December 20th. So... Oh. There's a lot of that as well. And, um, yeah, that's all I have for right now. All right. On the streaming services. So now we're going to move into our interview with uh, Mr. Kirk Jordan here. Yes. Yes, yes. I'm excited. So, how, you know, welcome to the show, obviously. Thank, thank you for having for me. Bit. Yeah, I've been here for a little So just, uh, just uh, talk to us about who you are. Oh. Let everybody know who you are and well, what I'm you a, got going on. I'm a local here in Orlando, Florida. Love here. Born and raised. Well, born in Miami, raised here in Orlando. Um... Uh, been working in all different types of industry here in the city from Disney World and from what did you do at Disney? Um, I was a photographer for them okay and PhotoPass okay. yeah PhotoPass photographer enjoyed those five years there um, very enjoyable um, then I started because of that passion they launched me into making my own photography business now did no, I, don't, I don't mean to cut you mm-hmm. off but did you um did you apply for a photography job at Disney just to have a job, or were, was the passion already there to be in photography? So my first degree is in graphic arts and web oh, design. Okay. So um, I picked my career to fix and edit photos. Okay. And then it felt like it was a hand-in-hand, hand, so I was like, why don't I learn to take these photos? Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, there was hours and hours of me straightening things up, you know, fixing color, doing all those particular things, because back then a lot of people couldn't afford Photoshop. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> that was a very select skill yeah. back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, but once it became more uh, available for everyone, I had to transition. That makes sense. Yeah. So with the times. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was like, so the uh, photo pass photography part of the company just started up. So okay. they got rid of Kodak. Mm. So they did a transition. And they were doing it on their own. Right. And they're doing it on their own. So I think it was only about open for about four or five years. So they they were in the parks. Yeah. But they weren't fully launched, yeah. so that's when I snuck in okay. and got, uh, in got in there, and it was a very enjoyable time. So that made me start my own photography company, because I loved it so much. So I do weddings, events. What I'm sorry, what's the name of your photography company? Positive yeah. Proof Photography. Okay. 
positive proof photography. photography. Where can where can our where can our lovely fans find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram. You can also find me on Facebook. I have a fan page there. Uh, let me tell you my Instagram name. Is it just the name positive proof photography? There's an abbreviation, and it's um positive proof photography just like that there's a photo of me and then you can click on it <laughs> <laughs> hey, the photo me. of me yeah <laughs> i take pictures uh, i take, take pictures, pictures. <laughs> <laughs> see me yeah before the selfie was popular yeah, yeah. but um so you can follow what, me on that so what inspired you to, to go into photography so being at disney world um realizing it was some of the first times people have been to a city this large or to a theme park i was there for a lot of moments that were memorable for a lot of families Oh, like first time seeing the castle. First time like seeing that. the castle, working with Make a Wish Foundation because um, because the department was becoming so big, they were trying to de- become the photographers of Disney World. Mm. Okay. So any aspect that you needed a photo, you shouldn't be outsourcing. Right. Yeah, you let us be, just take care of it. That's let's not, just that's take care of it. Mentality. Correct. Right. We're, we're going to take care of it. Shop. So I was there at that part of the company. Oh, okay. So And I got to... I was very flexible with my time, so I got to do special events, meet people. Like, Make-A-Wish was always my favorite to interact with. Um, we also got to do, because of that passion, Ernesto and I did a project, and we donated some time doing some videos for... Oh, yeah. It was um, um, Princess for a Day. Correct. This, uh, this nonprofit organization out of Buffalo called Champions of Change. Uh, they took 14 foster girls, and they made them... Um, they raised enough money to take them to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. And make them princesses for it. It was pretty cool. It was that, a pretty that, cool. That event. sounds really nice. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah. Right. So that. So we. I did a promo. He did. He did photos, mm-hmm. and I did a promo video. This was on my, my earlier, uh, my first production company was mm-hmm. Positive Proof Productions. Mm-hmm. I like. I was like a subsidy of his of his company. Oh. Like, mm-hmm. like when I first started out. Um, yeah, that was a lot. That yeah, was a, it was enjoyable. Was cool so thing. the type of photography I enjoy is capturing moments. So that's why I started my own company. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, what do you do with your in your company? What 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 is you positive proof, proof photography? photography. Yeah. Um, what do you specialize in? So in special, um, I'm really familiar with the city. So I've been doing a lot of weddings, a lot of portraitures, um, because I know different places like Lake Yola and if anyone's local. So I have a lot of. Uh, local people from here that hire me out mm-hmm. yeah. because I know well oh you know, you know a lot of the good you know a lot of good I know all the there. good spots right or even when people are traveling here they've already followed my work because of hashtags and so on yeah. okay so when people are looking for I always hashtag uh, hashtag Orlando Florida so if anyone's doing those researches my photos are also popping up so I've I've gotten some that way. So I enjoy the social media platform like that because you can have a following and people will continue hiring you and continue following your work. Yeah. Now, uh, would you say that um, kind of bringing it back to what this podcast is mm-hmm. all about movies? Yes. Has there been a movie that has been inspired you to launch or to have more interest in your photography oh career? My. Or do you follow any cinematographers or anything in the entertainment business that kind of like this is? This is my my inspiration. Correct. Yeah. I National Geographic. I enjoy that type of photography, and also the videos on, especially on. Well, now it's on Disney Plus. Right. Mm-hmm. That's always been a passion because even with an, like telling a story of animals without having words, <laughs> is a great skill set. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know, like an actor can make a movie, but a you know a videographer and a director can you know and the um, person that's doing the the dub you know makes that so i enjoy watching those type of videos and photography it always pulls my heartstrings on some type of you know yeah. back and forth 
Um, like and any then, good story. Yeah, any good story. Yeah, I mean, it, it kind of just tells, a bit, especially with National Geographic, that if you are just filming animals, mm-hmm. or just filming anything, really, without any words, like, the proof is that you can tell a very compelling story with no words at all, mm-hmm. no acting abilities, it's just how you move that camera, and, right. and how you present that scene, really kind of focuses on what you should be feeling, or what the the director wants you to be feeling at that moment. So the medium becomes part of the message. Because of that, I want to go and grab my camera and go do the same thing. Okay. So it's very enjoyable uh, with that. So um, I've been watching that on Netflix a lot, or or Disney Plus now. Mm -hmm. Um, What else? Because I'm really getting interested in the videography now. Right. um, Because I have the... I've, I see the passion in all that editing and the, the skill set you guys have because I'm able to snap a, a moment. Right. But you're able to bring the moment even further into your life with the music mm-hmm. and all those type of things. Cause, it's more of creating the moment. Correct. Because right. mine is like, even with weddings, I love it when the father and the daughter, like, you know, hug, maybe a tear. I'm able to capture that moment. But with videos, you guys are able to continue that moment. Right. Not right. You can also, in, it's, the manipul- it's also the manipulation. Correct. you can take a bunch of different things that you took at different times and find a way to put them together to to really drive a message home correct so i'm really interested in that and that's why i've been watching a lot more um podcasts or listening to more podcasts and watching more videos because of your suggestions (laughs) (laughs) you know it really shows me what i can probably take my skill to in the photography world okay or even you know having a more interest of going to the videography right and and you go ahead no what's your favorite movie (sighs) favorite movie Butterfly effect. Oh, Ashton Kutcher. Yep. Oh, I, I, oh, okay. Uh, explain. Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good. That's a good movie. It is that's a good, a good movie. movie. I watched that movie at a certain age. You have to watch it at a certain age in your Correct. life. You know, like it's okay. not like you can't be ten, but you can't be like twenty five. Like, 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 <laughs> that's like, your range. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, like you need to be right. like in like that, that seventeen. Like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. if you're too young, it's gonna fly over you. If you're too old, you're like, what's happening? Uh, but I enjoyed the story and about how those decisions can change your life and how the how Action Kutcher changed into those personalities and all of his other co-stars changed to brand new characters. Yeah, right. And that's why I enjoyed, um, was it Unbreakable? No, the one that he had multiple personalities. Oh, Split. Split. Yeah. Like, you really enjoy the range of the actors back then. And I can watch Butterfly Effect more and more because you sit there and it's like, man, would it really affect you that way? Right. Like, and, and Butterfly Effect did. Such a story about life. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And like, and you, you don't think that one moment can change everything. Correct. Yes. And, and that movie showcased that, yes, one little moment and, and based on the title, the butterfly effect there, if you, like, kill a butterfly or, or change anything with a butterfly, you don't think that's a big deal. But you, you didn't, don't know you don't, what that could have been. You don't, mm-hmm. right, you don't know what could have led to that, and especially with this movie, a, a small moment in your life and just turned just slightly different can change your whole... And it's so true. See how much you enjoy it? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> See, but it's, no, but that's a good choice because yeah. it's so true. Like, even when you meet somebody, that's why it's important to be nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. Because, so you ne- because you never know how that person is going to what help good or way hurt you later it. on in mm-hmm. life. Very true. Very true. Yes. Favorite Damn. movie. You were ready with that one. Yeah, I know, right? That, that, was, a that was a good choice. That was a good when choice. When you say favorite, you need to say it's your favorite because like, if we threw it on right now, I would sit and watch. That's Correct. so true. One hundred percent. No matter yeah. what mood I'm in, I'll watch it. If we had the time, I yeah. would. <laughs> we got about an hour and a half. Let's go watch it right now. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> uh, but Kirk, thank you very much for sitting with us and uh, telling us your story. It's it's really inspirational. You know, taking a 
taking a passion and well actually you, you had an interest then you took on a job that can maybe elevate it that elevation turned into a passion and that passion is now what you want your career to be correct that, that sounds almost like the american dream yeah i mean that's yeah. anybody's dream is to take what you think about mm-hmm. take what you love and find a way to get somebody to pay you to do it mm-hmm. right <laughs> pretty much that's exactly what you need to do right that's exactly what the american dream you want to wake up and do it Right, you want, exactly. You exactly. want what you consider a fake job. You're like, I can't believe people pay me to do this yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, you sure you want to pay me? You're going to pay me that amount of money to do something that I would do for free. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm not going to tell you that I'm going to do it for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is the American dream. <laughs> uh, but again, thank you, Kirk, thank for, you for, for joining me. us on this podcast. Uh, if you want to see us more or hear from us more, you can always follow us on our Instagram page. Talk to us throughout the week. Yes. You guys can comment on the posts of the pod, of the podcast. If you guys hear anything, you know, we can, ex- let's keep the conversation going. We can keep the conversation going on Instagram. We always try to post when we're, what we're watching yeah. on our Instagram right now in our store. I posted the top five grossing movies just to keep more, just informative as well as what we're watching and I what you my can, little t- my little, uh. My little tease. From yeah, your little tease from yeah. If you happen to look at our Instagram post, you would know that uh, Ernesto saw a beautiful neighborhood and this like, morning, yeah. yeah, this morning. And so, like the little teases that you can expect from our podcast, and that's what we like to do and engage with our. And if you watch the listener. movie on our on our under our fresh take posts, we can continue the conversation. Yeah, about for that sure. Movie after you've talked about it. Yeah, so right now we don't. I want to hear what you guys saw. Maybe you give me some takeaways that I didn't necessarily got when I watched it. Exactly. We would love to hear from you guys on what you thought of the movies that maybe I didn't like like 21 Bridges, but maybe you had a different aspect of it. Put it in the comments. I would like to hear yeah. about it. Um, but yeah, but that's all we have for this episode of Box Office Bingers. I've been Matt Diaz. I'm Ernesto Santos. And I'm Kirk Jordan. All right. Thank, Thank you guys for for listening. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at box office underscore Bingers. Have a great day. Thank you. See you guys. See you.